Hello and welcome to another episode of the Feasible Film Podcast. My name is uh, Chris Martin. Um, if you're listening to this right now, um, please share on social media, on your Twitter, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, wherever that may be, um, just to, to help the show out a bit. Um, trying to get some more listeners in and hopefully get some uh, questions in. So at the end of, uh, towards the end of the episodes, we can have kind of like a Q&A uh, type deal going on. But Okay, so today um, we're going to be talking Deadpool, we're going to be talking um, about the new Purge trailer, um, and then some various trailers on uh, that, that came out over the Super Bowl, and we'll also be talking, um, I figured since Deadpool was coming out this week, the top three would be uh, top three uh, superheroes, so we'll get to that uh, towards the end. Um, so the first thing on the docket here is Deadpool has already announced that um, Deadpool 2 is being worked on. And if, they've, if, they've, if the superhero gods are looking down um, as far as movies go, um, we can tell that Fantastic Four made the same claim before it came out. And, you know, look what happened there. So I think it's just kind of... Uh, you know, throwing it out there um, once the reviews start coming in and kind of getting people excited about it. And um, kind of in the same way that they got people excited about this movie in the first place because, you know, Ryan Reynolds and um, the director and some special effects guys got together just to film some sequences to see what it could be like. And that's pretty much what sold 20th Century Fox on, you know, making the movie. And, you know, it's been so long and it's been in, production for so long that you know we'll just see how it goes you know i i think that you know i'm not sure what the budget is but i'm sure it didn't cost that much and so well i guess in superhero terms and so if it makes a lot of money i i foresee definitely them going through so you know they're kind of just floating that idea out there um to me you know i think that movies should stand its own stand on its own ground you know when they come out you should be able to look back and say okay you know um does this movie it shouldn't be whether or not the movie deserves a sequel it should you know the movie should just stand on its own and you know we'll just see how where it goes from there you know and you know if they leave little stingers and you know something in the credit sequence to kind of initiate that idea then that's fine but i'm kind of against you know this fad lately of you know, movies building on a, or, or starting an idea, not finishing it, and kind of uh, showing a retelling maybe slightly. And then, you know, moving forward at a later date, you know, they know there's going to be several movies down the line. And so they'll, they'll, they'll prematurely do the stories and, you know, towards the end of that, they'll, um, or, or I'm sorry, towards the end of the movie, you know, it'll make it seem like, oh, I don't necessarily want to see where the journey um, is right now. I want to see where the journey is going after this. So, you know, and then that's all a big setup for the next movie. So we'll see how this goes. You know, I know they have a lot of uh, new characters to introduce and um, a lot of backstories to throw in there. So, you know, we'll just kind of see how it goes. Um, the second news item is um, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are back, or supposedly back. You know, they want to do a new Bad Boys movie, and there's a really strong possibility now that they're both saying that they want in on it. And 
where Will Smith's career is right now, he kind of, you know, started out with action, got into dramatic roles. A lot of them haven't been paying off recently. And, you know, I think that, you know, his more action-oriented roles, more thriller-type roles, you know, is where he shines. So Bad Boys is always great, I thought. You know, I, I love the first two. I thought they were hilarious. And, you know, they had a, 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 a lot of comedy, but a lot of good action as well. So, you know, I, I think that lately, you know, the buddy cop thing has kind of gone, um, kind of gone, uh, to tell you the truth. And so it'd be nice to have them two back and, you know, have a new movie and it could be funny to catch up on the characters. So that ought to be pretty good. And, you know, them saying they'll both be back is definitely a plus. So everything else at this point is just rumor, but well, we'll see how, how that goes as well. Um, the next bit of news is, um, supposedly, um, we're getting all the same producers, um, of the original, uh, MacGyver to be on board of, for a new, uh, TV movie, or is it, I believe it's a TV movie that's coming out, or CBS announced a TV, sh- I'm sorry, a TV show, and they also want to do a movie as well, so those are being written right now, um, I think Lionsgate is developing a, a movie, as well so it ought to be pretty interesting there there really isn't a lot of um, news out there you know I'd like to see if they were able to get Richard D. Anderson back if he'd actually do it um, but it seems like they want to go away from the comedic side and do more of an action and I'm just solely basing that off the producer um, you know from Fast and Furious but like I said uh, you know it's this week's a lot of kind of just rumor news so it's gonna be kind of quick hit or miss news here and this one there isn't really a lot of there isn't a lot of meat on the bone so we'll kind of see how this one goes as well but um you know I was always a big fan of the show uh growing up you know it it was one of the shows that played late like late in the late in the day you know when you get off from school there'd be your you know a couple of cartoons and then you know it was always like Knight Rider uh followed by MacGyver and then followed by A-Team like those were like the three you know, that kind of led you right up to like four or five o'clock, you know, and or I guess more of the quote unquote adult oriented movies, but or shows. But, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, yes, it was all that was really on the air. But, you know, I, I came accustomed to all those characters and, you know, just the stories of helping helping people out. And, you know, they were just good overall, you know, good stories. You know, I had some drama here and there. MacGyver kind of flew off, flew off the deep end towards the later seasons when they were all about helping people and, and you know, getting away from all the, you know, the, the escaping and the, you know, where you go and infiltrate bases and stuff like that, you know, they, and people would lock him up. It got away from that, moved more towards like a, almost like Lifetime style shows where there was just nothing but drama. And that's when it turned out to be pretty bad in my opinion. But, you know, I'm, I'm sort of excited, you know, you kind of have to see who's involved, who's cast, and, and, a, and a loose plot, I guess, to see before I can get excited. Um, so the next thing was, let's see, let's talk about some of the Super Bowl commercials. So um, the first the first one up that, it, it, to me, it just looks terrible, is that Gods of, Ke- Gods of Egypt. Um, you know, it, it looks, it just looks so uninteresting, so boring. Kind of like a um, a slew of all these like these Hercules and 
John Carter. It has like a, it just has like an overly, you know, CG, overly stylized look to it. And there's not a lot there to get excited about. You know, it's just, you know, gods fighting and, you know, you know, it's just a bunch of men, <laughs> men and women fighting over, you know, different gods that pop up on the screen. And, you know, to me, it just doesn't look that fantastic. It, it just looks like a spectacle, um, something, you know, reminiscent of like 300, I guess. Um, just, just hyper stylized. And, you know, to me, it just looks utterly ridiculous. You know, it just seems like you could pump, you could use the same actors and just pump some money into something, you know, that's more down to earth or realistic. And I don't, I don't know that, you know, it's going to do all that well. It, it may make some money, but some of its money back, but I just see this one just bombing in the theaters and, you know, hopefully Lionsgate didn't, you know, spend too much money on this. So, and, and it's coming out at a time where there's not really any other movies in the theater, so it might do fairly decent for people looking for an action movie. But for the most part, it just looks utterly ridiculous, in my opinion. And um, let's see. We also have, during the Super Bowl, they also played the new Jason Bourne trailer. And I believe, what, this is the fifth movie? And, you know, it's just good to see Jay, um, um it's just great to see Matt Damon back, you know, and, and uh, Paul Greengrass. And, you know, although it doesn't show a bunch um, in the trailer, it shows some cars exploding and Jason Borden fighting in some kind of underground fight club match. Um, it doesn't really, like I said, it doesn't really tell you much. It, it just kind of, he's recovering more of his memory. And with that, with that, I guess you're going to get, you know, him going after some, you know, some some secrets or whatever that was left in his past. So I don't know. It just looks really interesting, you know, and it looks like it's, it's something to, it's definitely something good to look forward to later in the year. So I'm really, really excited. It comes out July 29th and I'm really excited about that one. So, um, like I said, it's just, the trailer doesn't really show much, but what it does show, it looks really, really good. And we also have uh, the Purge trailer that just came out today, uh, election year. And I kind of have a, a love-hate relationship with this movie. Um, if you don't know, it's about there's a uh, it's it's there's a there's something called a Purge Day each year, which the government allows one day or one night that everyone can go out and. and and do whatever they want. I mean, you can enact, enact revenge against somebody. You can go kill somebody. You can, you can pilfer. You can go rob. You can do whatever you want. And um, Ethan Hawke is in the first movie, and he, he's like the, the lives in a really nice neighborhood and creates a uh, security system that's supposed to help his family out. And this is all in the trailer. It's not spoiling anything. But um, there's a kid that runs into his house right before they're about to start the purge, quote-unquote, purge night. And, you know, some people show up at the door and want this guy, you know, and it's their night to, to purge. So, you know, they, it's just them trying to save this guy and, you know, and seeing what happens. Whereas the second one, you know, and the first one was actually pretty good. You know, the acting wasn't all that great, um, but the I, the concept was decent. And I thought it, it you know, it, it made for some interesting scares along the way. Um, now, the purge, too, kind of just took it to the streets and turned it more into kind of like a uh, Escape from L.A. style um, movie, um, and you know it, it. You know where you know 
someone sent in to save somebody and uh, um, help out, you know, during the purge, you know, the night of the purge and, you know, and hilarity ensues. But that one just, you know, the action was okay. The pacing was fine. You know, everything was really short. It's just it started to get in, get into, like, political views and what the purge means and um, ideas behind it. And that's when, when you're trying to um, give some kind of social commentary on a horror movie, to me it doesn't always work out that well because you're trying to hit these bullet points and also trying to keep terror and horror in there. So it just gets silly because there's just not enough time left in the day. Um, just one second. facts call okay so um like i was saying with the social commentary it just i i just i don't understand why they need to add these different layers to these films i mean it's i mean there's a lot of problems with these and if you can get past it if you can see i can get past the barrier that there's this day that's the purge that everybody goes out and had an acts revenge but adding these social commentary on there where, you know, people are trying to rise up against this government that's trying to keep them down and keep it to where, you know, it's all about taking care of all the homeless people and things like that. So people, you know, they would just pass by on the street and take them out, you know, and all the people that can afford security systems and things like that are safe throughout the night, you know, because they can just lock, lock themselves down. Now, you know, I mean, I guess that's okay to an extent. You know, I mean, you probably want to have, like, a quote-unquote bad guy, like a face, you know, to finally, um, you know, resolve this, I guess, you know, the night. But it seems like they sell these movies just on, um, like, ma like these <laughs> different masks. And all these people are wearing all these different masks going out and killing people. And which doesn't make any sense. The thing that doesn't make much sense to me is if the guys that are setting up all these elaborate rooms, you know, where they can just kill people and um, they're waiting for this day, you know, to do all this, why the people that are trying to revolt and, uprise, uh, and, and create some kind of an uprising, why do they wait till Purge Day to do all this? Why not just enact something year-round where you could go through and, you know, get guns together and get people together to where, you can, know, you can just overthrow whenever you want why does it have to be this one night you know and in this this i guess in this movie it's going to be um like an election so i mean what perfect opportunity you know we're having an election ourselves so uh what a perfect opportunity to have the film come out and you know have some have all, all that social commentary on there but you know it, it to me it, it's just getting pretty ridiculous i the second one was okay to a point, like I was saying, but um, I'll probably still see it, you know, just because I'm, I'm like more of a completist. I have to, you know, once I start something, you know, I just have to see it through. And, you know, usually when you're watching, you know, these movies that go on forever, you know, it seems I get usually get lost in one of them. And then I'll just wait it out and see and, and come back if, you know people are saying they're good down the line you know i did i did the same thing with saw you know i think after like the fifth one you know it just got utterly ridiculous and you know if, once it ended with you know part eight or part nine or whichever the the final chapter 
you know, I it, it would, I was pretty much tuned out by then, you know. I was pretty much tuned out actually by the like the fourth one. And that was the last good one, but you know, once five hit and it was so utterly terrible and it was just a cash grab, you know, and you know, they weren't getting innovative with the stories, you know, I was just out on those. So, you know, we'll just see. I mean, these usually come out every two years and as long as it's only like an hour and twenty five minutes like the others, I think it'll be okay. But um you know, just the slow-mo shots of the masks and things like that just don't do it for me anymore. I mean, it's been done in, in all of them. So um, the, the good the people who make these masks, like, say it must take them all year to make these masks because it looks, seems like everybody's wearing all these elaborate, crazy masks. And I'm not sure what the purpose is. Maybe these people are hired. I'm not sure um, what the ultimate goal of the movie is, but... They just get getting crazier and crazier with these masks. I just don't understand, you know. People are making their own masks now other than just buying them. You know, just your typical Halloween mask. Like, people are making all these crazy-looking masks, you know. And it, it just seems like a – to me, it just seems like a uh, a way to sell the film other than, you know, just to give any type of meaning to what you're seeing on screen. I guess they're trying to make it more interesting by having different masks, you know, and possibly, like – selling them or uh, i mean if it was me i would come out with some of them that you know that were your michael myers or your your freddy so you could actually sell them you know during halloween time since you know these movies are starting to come out every couple of years so but you know we'll just have to see what happens i guess with that and um let's see so we have i mean no really surprise i guess with deadpool coming out we'll do our top three you know, I mean, these aren't going to be revolutionary or anything like that. But um, my uh, uh, number three would probably be Hulk. You know, he just, to me, Hulk is like one of those characters that they just haven't been able to figure out right. You know, they haven't been able to figure out a movie uh, to put him in. And I thought Age of Ultron, excuse me, I thought Age of Ultron had the best um I thought Age of Ultron had the best uh, use of Hulk, you know, as far as the story goes. He was a, they were able to like capture um, kind of like his 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 problems with turning into the Hulk and you know and him trying to find a normal life, and you know that's really interesting, but it's also really deep, and they almost need a his own movie to do to accurately display you know to display that, but. You know, if he had his own movie, it's almost at this point with especially like the Marvel Universe, it's almost like he wouldn't be able to have his own movie to thrive in. He'd have to bring in like other characters where it's, you know, it's just pretty much an Avengers movie, just like the new Captain America. You know, it it, it has almost every single person from Avengers. So why not just call it Avengers, you know? So in that on that front, it's getting kind of ridiculous to where. The one, the one character can't be enough to 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 hold to withstand an entire film, and so if they were going to give him his own plot, like I don't, you know, I don't really know a lot of the side plots to the characters or anything like that, but it seems really interesting to explore his character, and I don't think they've done it right, and I think there's a big opportunity to do that. So he's my number three. Um, my number two would be uh, Captain America. I mean, not really. <laughs> Not really so much the last movie, but the first movie. You know, it's just, I mean, what's not to like? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a guy that wants to save or help save the country um, that he lives in. 
wants nothing, you know, only to help the people around him. And, you know, he's has like a physical disadvantage and he goes through um, a process where he's able to gain like superhuman strength. And, um, but, you know, it's not just the strength that he's given. It's also his intellect and things like that. And although they give him kind of like a snarky, See, in Ultron and in um, Winter Soldier, he has more of a... Captain America has more of a snarky attitude, whereas on one point you have him where he's kind of the fish-out-of-the-water character trying to, you know, just fit in with everybody. But then it's like whenever he's involved with other people, I mean, other, especially other, like, quote-unquote superheroes, he's always the one that has to question everything. Like... He's all so narrow-minded and narrow-focused that he just wants to create, like, some rift between them all. And he he wants to do good, but he only cares about the now. He doesn't care about the future. And I guess that's where they're going to kind of go with the Civil War. And, you know, to me, when they're, when they're talking about doing the Civil War movie and they're having, you know, they're quote on the, the best supposedly the best parts of the whole movie is going to be when these characters face off i don't really understand because none of them are going to get they may get hurt but none of them are going to die you know they're not going to kill off any characters it's just going to be this team versus this team and you'll finally get to see that ultimate battle and you're either on board or you're not you know i mean you know they're going to they're going to start off they're going to they're going to show the plot of why they're going up against each other they're going to show the rift well, they already started in Age of Ultron, but they're going to show the rift between Iron Man and Captain America. Then it's going to transition to them both fighting for their ideals, then fighting each other, then having to come in together for another threat, and then and then saving the world again, um, or going up against some you know bigger and badder threat, you know, and putting all their personal issues aside. You know, you kind of know exactly where it's going to go, and so it kind of relieves. Uh, some of the tension for me going forward with the movies and I'd rather just have um, I guess I'd just rather have like an original plot or maybe something I know it's probably based on the Civil War series but I kind of want something that's you know new um, something you can't really you know look forward like like if I wanted to go read the Civil War right now I could read it you know fully and kind of get an idea of what's going to happen I mean, to me, I just don't really like that idea. I like them taking these characters and kind of going a different route with them. And I think there's opportunity there, but it's almost like we have to wait till after this movie, you know, and see where it goes. But And then, of course, my number one's Iron Man. It's just he's one of the only ones that doesn't have any powers. He just uses... I mean, what's not like... And then again, yet again, it's like, what's not the like about the guy? Funny... He has, like, all the best, like, one-liners. And I know a lot of people don't like that, but he, out of all of them, especially in, in Ultron, seems to be the one who wants to help everybody. You know, it's always trying to help somebody, kind of like um, Jeff Goldblum character in Independence Day. It's like all he wants to do is help people. And in the process, he might, you know, trigger something that be that could be deadly, but, you know, they come together and they always thwart it. And so he's my number one. And so that pretty much does it for the news um i don't really have any reviews for today um but you know i look forward to checking out deadpool this week um and i believe that's yeah that's the biggest release is deadpool so 
Um, hopefully next week we'll have a review on Deadpool. If not, um, we'll do something. I mean, just, uh, I'm open to pretty much anything, you know, in the theaters or something from the past, just, uh, email me at feasiblefilm at gmail.com. You can contact me on Twitter at Lee Van Martin and, you know, leave comments there. Um, I'm pretty much open. So I know there wasn't a lot of meat on this episode. You know, it's just a lot of rumor. There wasn't a really a big news week or anything like that. Hopefully next week something big will come out. Um, you know, and I also, uh, you know, watch a quite a bit of TV, you know, right now like X-Files and uh, Arrow and, you know, a lot of the superhero stuff is as well. And, you know, if, if you guys are interested in that, we can, you know, start, you know, talking about reviewing those as well. Um, but you know, uh, thanks again for listening. Um, yeah, it's been fun. Um, remember to, uh, share this on your social media. Um, follow me at Lee Van Martin, email me and until next time, stay feasible.